inside my heart. Treasure to be exhumed when I need something beautiful. Peaceful. Pacific. Of course, I'll probably never feel at peace again. Dad had ghosts who visited him often. Demons he tried to drink away. Now he'll be my ghost. A ghost filled with demons. Haunting me until I'm a ghost, too. The bus is crowded. I chose a seat near the back, away from the driver. Mistake. Too close to the bathroom. It stinks of urine and worse. Every now and again, someone goes in there and then it smells like marijuana. Though smoking is prohibited on all greyhounds. At least that's what the signs say. Not like the driver cares. Easier not to interfere with derelicts, dopers, failed gamblers, and crazies. Oddly, I feel safe enough among them. Like freeway drivers in separate cars, all going the same direction at the same time. Each passenger here has a unique destination, a personal story. I try not to listen. Try to tune the voices out. Don't need other people's drama. But some I can't miss. Somewhere behind me, a couple has argued for an hour. Seems he was up $200 at Circus Circus. But she dropped that plus 300 more, which explains why they're riding a piss-smelling bus home instead of getting a little cooch in a cozy motel room before catching the morning Amtrak. Kitty Corner and a couple rose up. Two blue-silver-haired women talk about their husbands, kids, and grandkids. One of them got lucky on dollar slots. Now she can pay her electric bill and have enough left over to put some back into our savings. Shouldn't have took it out for this trip, but I just had one of those feelings. Behind me, the guy takes up two whole seats. No one wants to sit near him, mostly because he smells like he hasn't had a shower, ever. Probably homeless and put on the bus by law enforcement. They don't much like finding people frozen to death in riverside cardboard boxes. Lots of homeless take up residence on the banks of the Truckee. Wonder if one of them will notice the metallic glint of a 10 millimeter. The gun that killed Stephen Von Stratton. Wonder if the cops will check the river. After it, Mom told me to take Dad's car and go far away. Fast away. She gave me her money stash, packed a few clothes. Once the cops come, she said, they'll look for the car. Dump it soon. Driving into Reno, it came to me, a scene from an old movie, to park the old Subaru in the airport garage. I took the overhead walkway, down the escalator, out the front doors, carrying the tatters of my life in an overnight bag. Walked a couple miles to the bus station much of it along the river. Seemed like a good place to lose the gun Ethan gave me for protection. It did protect Jackie from another fist to her face. But oh, the price was dear. For dad, for me, for the entire family. What will happen to mom and the kids now? Tears threaten, but I can't let them fall. Can't show weakness, can't show fear. Can't look like a girl on the run.
smelly homeless guy doesn't only stink. He's sick, too, coughing a death cough. After a long, phlegm-infused hack, the girl across the aisle in one row forward turns and says to him, You is disgusting, man. Didn't your mama teach you to put your hand over your mouth when you cough? She is Hispanic, not much older than me. Maybe a year or two. Pretty, under heavy eyeliner and a waterfall of shiny black hair. But tough-looking. Not someone I'd want to make mad. Better to keep my eyes fixed out the window, my thoughts to myself. If I were the guy behind me, I'd do the same. He says nothing. But let's go a chest-heavy cough, punctuated by a loud, totally gross fart. The girl jumps into the aisle, fists raising. Listen here, you piece of shit. You do that again, I'll kill you. Right here, right now, and nobody-